Welcome everyone to Truest Times Podcast for episode two. This episode's about 53 minutes long, so uh, a lot longer than the last episode. I got a guest. Uh, Just stay tuned. All right, hit it. Truest Times, yeah! This episode is going to be... a little bit more cinematic than our past episodes, but that's that's cool. Just oh, there's only one episode anyway, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Anyways, this is episode two. All right, um, with me I have another podcaster, my big brother in our fraternity. Got Gregorio Kyber Figueroa. Say hi, everybody. Hi. How are we doing? I'm good. All right. Awesome. Uh, if you want to check out his podcast, it is Kyber Loves Movies. It's also on Spotify and a number of others, but really Spotify. That's what we go by. So Apple Podcasts, too. Apple Podcasts is pretty good, too. That's cool. Um, that's what I use, personally. You use that? Yeah. Uh, I, got I'm that not a big, I got that student deal. I'm <laughs> not a big Spotifyer. So it was only $5.99 for Spotify and Hulu as a college student. Come on now. Yeah, I, I get I, – I still like kind of – my parents pay for Hulu, and so – I don't really have to get the who I don't know. I just and Apple Music, so I just use the Apple stuff. Oh shit! Okay, okay, awesome. Um, so, so Kyber, if y'all don't uh-huh. already know, is uh is a big cinematic geek like myself, and uh, well, I, I I think that speaks for itself. So, so uh, I just want to bring up. So, have you seen the new Batman trailer with Robert Pattinson? Yeah, I I watched it uh, a little bit after they like released it live, and I mean I'm personally a big uh, Nolan Batman fan. I love yeah. those movies. I mean, and, I mean, honestly, those are the best Batman. I mean, honestly, I don't think Michael Keaton or um, Ben Affleck can touch that that Nolan Batman. But hey, what do I know? Well, I feel like, I mean, getting off topic a little bit, sorry, I, I really want to talk about Batman, but I really like Ben Affleck as Batman. And he kind of, he didn't, I mean, he didn't get his own like movie per se You're as right, Batman. Yeah. So you can't really qualify that with Nolan, uh, in my opinion, because his first movie as Batman was Batman v Superman, which was really focused on Batman and Superman, but not Batman as a singular character. And then even Justice League, it had more Bruce Wayne in it, but it still wasn't a, a Bruce Wayne Batman solo movie. Would, would you say then, as far as the comics go, would you say that that the um, the Ben Affleck Batman is the most in-depth uh, Batman as far as the comics go? As far as the the most accurate comic interpretation? Uh, as far as visually speaking on the big screen i mean uh personally i'm not like i don't know much about like comics wise so i can't really speak to that much uh but i will but i will say that just i i i don't know i i don't have an answer for that okay okay that's cool but hey hey we're we're, we're not even talking about we're we got to talk about this robert pattinson yeah, yeah. batman oh yeah getting off, good, getting off topic come on man all right um so so what did you think about when you first saw the trailer? How about that? Let's start with that one. So I, I, was, I saw like a bunch of the kind of promotional stuff and like kind of images uh, before the trailer even dropped like months ago. And I, I started getting excited for it. And I, re- I like Robert Pattinson as Batman. I think that he's a very unconventional choice when you first like, think about it. Yeah, no, but like... If you like, if you only think about Robert Pattinson and typecast him as as the 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 Team Edward in Twilight, that yeah. that's where that's when you're off. I mean, the guy's made yeah. like like 15 uh, indie films since he's since, since between 2012 ending of of the Twilight Saga and uh, and you know this upcoming Batman. No, oh, I, yeah. I I I agree with that. It's just people don't know about that. People don't know you're about right. these indie films, and so when they first announced Robert Pattinson as Batman, me as being a movie fan, like, oh, like he's been in other stuff and I haven't seen a lot of his other stuff, but I know based on what I've heard, it's good. And so that's a good choice. But for the general casual film lover, 
Robert Pattinson isn't like the most like obvious choice for Batman. But the trailer I thought was really, really good because it set the tone for the movie very well. Yeah, man. You all, like, very... like you, you, uh, when, um, so in, if, if, if y'all haven't seen the trailer yet, I suggest you watch this new Batman trailer. It's um, honestly, it's, it, it came out of nowhere in terms of it's it dropping because, you know, based on all the past Batmans, you know, you're, you're, you're going to get the feel of like, Oh, I'm Batman or that kind of thing, you know? Um, but he never said it. And he, and, and when we thought he was going to say it, what did he say? He said, I am vengeance or something like, yeah, he said, I'm vengeance. And that's when you're like, dude, this guy's, this guy has like, he, this is the Batman trying to find his moral compass. Uh And like, he, he's, it shows that he's been rot by the world. Like, like, uh, I, I had a good friend bring up, bring up the fact that people were trying or comparing the Christian Bale Batman to Robert Pattinson. And it's not an unfair comparison but christian bale was like a baby you know you know he he had all those kind of like innocent aspects to him as batman like obviously he wasn't that innocent but it's still it was like the underlying uh vibe of 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 christian bale's batman was that he he was fighting with you know with these demons but in a kind of almost an innocent way you know but this robert pattinson he's beating this guy's ass you know he's beating this guy to a bloody pulp in this in this trailer you no, know and he's, and he's messed up in the head yeah i'm excited to kind of just see i think part i mean one of the best parts of like the nolan batman was like seeing kind of which like how how he, how being batman like affects his life and how that kind of resulted and i'm really excited to see how um pattinson as bruce wayne is kind of kind of like kind of works in the world and kind of yeah how he how he um is how he kind of is related to everybody else i'm trying to there's a word that i'm trying to find uh just kind of how he acts and what his role in society is yeah um as bruce wayne and then as batman you just get to see i mean before he says i'm vengeance he just beats this guy like very brutally and it's like very visceral in the in the filming and in well, the batman is an so... anti-hero he's not even yeah. like he's not a hero like i mean uh... he is he is don't get me wrong but he he's more in the like respect of and and, and I, i'm saying this very loosely in, in marvel's adaptation of of deadpool like in, in a different way but with the same attitude of like of like batman is is not a villain by any means but uh-huh in the comics and like in every installment in the, in the anim- animated series and everything, um, you know, you have, you have Batman, he's, he's battling his demons, but he's doing it. He's trying to find his, his moral compass. He hasn't found it yet. You uh-huh. know, he is, he is, ki- he kills people. People don't realize he kills people, you know, because it, he thinks that that is morally right. Kind of like, kind of like the green arrow when he first, when he first came, um from you know off off the island or in terms of you know there's a lot of stuff that happened there but came off the island into hi i'm alive as oliver queen like i'm alive and and his first uh objective was was to just kill him kill yeah. these guys that were on this list and then eventually develops that compass like it's not about murdering them you know what, how much are you doing murdering them? That's, and I think that's exactly the route they're going to go with this Batman. They're okay. going to, they're going to do it to where he's killing it, these criminals, you know, but then, but then he starts really to find himself. Yeah. And I mean, the world that, yeah, all that you said is just exciting about the movie and he's kind of a, psycho. How, <laughs> like, <laughs> he's kind of crazy. Yeah, uh, but like the world that they created, also within with just in within this two minute trailer is just so compelling. It's it looks like a different Gotham, like um, the the kind of weird mystery with the Riddler, because uh, the Riddler hasn't been like a front and center villain in a while, 
And so, yeah, but even then, when exciting. Jim Carrey played the Riddler, you know, it was it was all you know Jim Carrey the, yeah. the exuberancy that he's like he's just hey you know just that that's just him and that, that was, was a Batman. while ago yeah that was the Mike that was the Michael Keaton Batman right no I, I think it was that was that that was also with um Poison Ivy was in it um uh it it that that was I I think that was Batman Forever maybe I think. I think that was yeah. I don't think it was. I think it was maybe Clooney though. George, yeah, that was Clooney. It wasn't Keaton. You're right. Um, yeah, but but on 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 that note, like, like what what is? Have you seen um, the Devil All the Time? That trailer. It has uh, you know, I, Tom Holland, uh, Robert Pattinson's in it as well. It's it's a psychological thriller. You have all these psychological thrillers. That's like 2020 is 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 like so bad, and they're adding to it to like they're adding um, you know, oh, what's the best way to go at it? They're they're adding all these you know psychos to the big screen because have you like like you have Tenet. Tenet is that is is that psychological, you know, uh, thriller where where this guy's a murderer. It's not. I mean, it's not. It's not really that uh, for Tenet. Um, but was, but the de- am I thinking in the wrong movie then? I think you are. No. Ah, oh, what's the movie? I don't. Yeah. You know uh, what? Anyways, yeah. getting back to uh, yeah. the Devil All the Time. It's a upcoming Netflix movie. Uh, releasing late this late September, I believe, starring people like Tom Holland, uh, Robert Pats- Pattinson, Jason Clark, Sebastian Stan. Um, Cannot forget Pennywise in it, Bill yeah, Skarsgård. Uh, but yeah, I watched the trailer like a few days ago. I didn't really know about this movie until you had actually uh, said, "Hey, like, here's this movie. Check it out." Um, I watched the trailer. I didn't really know what to think of it because it kind of presents Tom Holland as the main character. And then it just goes like kind of introducing all the other characters in like short scenes or like short kind of, it's a really chaotic trailer. And I think that'll lead to being a very chaotic movie. Um, And I read the description. It's basically like Tom Holland has to basically uh, is, is put all these, all these characters Robert Pattinson, Sebastian Stan, and are like f- evil forces trying to like uh, corrupt or mess with Tom Holland, and he has to fight them off. It's like it's a really cool kind of. I again, and, I don't. So, I don't so know what to yeah. Expect. So so the people that are listening, so they know, um, it's it's based in the country, and um, you know they they have all these these country esque accents, and. Um, it's it's based around a a small town a church and it's honestly I, there's you cannot you can't really um figure out kind of what they're going for until you watch the movie there's just the, the trailer doesn't show enough in terms of and that's the point yeah. it's a psychological thriller it, it doesn't show enough for you to be able to just kind of interpret what they're what they're talking about you know the yeah, symbolism's no, there, I, but yeah, I I think I I think you're right on with that. I think that they kind of just present all these characters in the trailer and kind of set the scene. But as far as plot goes, it doesn't give you anything regarding like what this movie is actually like about. Uh, but right away, I I want to watch this movie just for Robert Pattinson because he kind of is like has a southern accent. He plays like this uh, preacher and every, every scene with him in the trailer is just so like, what is he doing? Like what, oh, what what's going on? It's the, he seems so crazy. crazy. Yeah. And that's kind of why I'm excited for it. Uh, Cause I didn't know about it. And then I watched the trailer and I'm kind of, again, I don't know what this movie is about, but I want to see it because of the people involved and kind of what, what theme, the, the themes of the movie might be very interesting um from that kind of level as well like the good versus evil and like kind of stuff like that so yeah i'm excited for it yeah uh, so so then so then what 
what would what are your thoughts on um on the the in not in the uh the implementation of these of all these psychological thrillers in 2020 i mean i, I obviously you have like non-psychological thrillers that are going to be popular like the new mulan live action movie and uh-huh. bill and ted's new movie that just dropped a couple weeks ago but but honestly the rest of the movies in 2020 are pretty intense well yeah i mean you have the invisible man which is very good very by the way. intense yes uh i'm trying to think of more i mean the new mutants which recently came out is sort of like a psychological thriller tell us about it yeah yeah i I haven't seen it and i watched the trailer but how what what are your thoughts on the new mutants by the way by the way kyber also his newest podcast episode dropped on the new mutants i haven't heard it yet but i assume it's pretty uh pretty uh informational but can you give us a little bit of that yeah uh just a sneak peek i guess it's new mutants is uh like the last Fox produced uh, X-Men movie, which got pushed back a lot. And it basically is about uh, these five teenager superheroes who are in this like mental asylum or like this uh, weird kind of school type thing. You're not, you don't really know what it is. It's like this institute thing. Uh, And they're, they're kind of, there's these, there's these weird forces that are kind of, it's kind of a thriller. It's less like a lot like horror superhero movie um, about these kids and their powers and their pasts and their fears. And so it's, you're just kind of finding out more about these characters um, and why they're in this place. And so it's really interesting. Uh, if you, it's, it's kind of a darker type of superhero movie, um, but it's really good. I really enjoyed it. And uh Yeah. Yeah. Kind of hard to describe. No, you're you're good. I'm see at the moment I am I'm trying to find the movie that I was referring to earlier in the chat. Uh-huh. Also, you have the hunt, which is which is that uh <laughs> well, it's where these these elites are hunting these not so elite people, normal people, uh-huh. and, and and capturing them and having them um fend for themselves, but they're just going out and trying to kill them inside this it there's a lot I can say on that, but you know, <laughs> yeah. um, but like maybe another episode. Honestly, honestly, with the history of 2020, think about that. With the history of 2020, there there couldn't be a crazier time to add like psychos to this list, <laughs> like add add the psychological thrillers to make people think. Um, dude, how, <laughs> this 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 might be a little bad, but <laughs> but uh, how many psychos do you think 2020 has bred? Uh, I mean, I don't want to think about it. But couple thousand, I, couple thousand in the world, couple thousand poss- in America. It's possible that I there mean, are a lot new because people but, are but inside like, and very and yeah, socially like, distanced. But in, you have to think about it. In the yeah. greatest of conditions, there is people become psychos. You know, so like, dude, Ted Bundy. You know about uh-huh. Ted Bundy. I don't know if you know. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I Ted Bundy literally was raised in a, in a Christian household. This uh-huh. guy, this guy was a—it uh, was a loving Christian household, and he and he and he credits his insanity, I guess, and his murders to the porn industry and the devil. You know, like really? like in in his in the Bundy tapes. Like I, I encourage everybody to go check those out. In the Bundy tapes, you have—they're um, actually I think on Netflix. Yeah. Um, you have the actual tapes of him. Um, talking about his experiences and why he did what he did and how how wrong it is and was um obviously it can be like i don't know if this guy's for real but like i mean he it was all he was saying his last words ever before he was executed so like i i liked i like to believe maybe i'm I'm a little too naive in that way but i like to believe that he he uh he did you know feel really sorry but then again you is being a serial killer are are you you know socio say sociopathic tendencies are uh are uh <clears throat> they're not they're not too uh empathetic yeah yeah i mean i i i kind of 
I don't know much about uh, these like serial killers or kind of how, but it's it's interesting to kind of think about and learn how how and why they start because people aren't born. I mean, I hope people aren't born to be like, I'm going to just kill a bunch of people for like a specific reason. Well, I mean, really... that's going on like the aspect of nature versus nurture. Like our uh-huh. people, like I, like our people. So people don't know nature versus nurture is the, is the um, argument in psychology and um, just the science community that um, argues whether we are born this way or we're put in the atmosphere uh, or with the, you know, in the atmosphere that we're created this way. So I, mean, I think it's a combination of both. It, it is, honestly. but I think uh, like they're kind of split and split on, on sociopath, you know, sociopaths. Um, but there's, there's a lot of evidence and, and I, and I encourage everyone to go look at the, the Harvard, uh, Harvard website on sociopathic tendencies. Um, there's an entire like portion of, of, uh, Harvard historians and scientists and psychologists that have the, all these papers lined up that you can read, you know, free, um, on the nature versus nurture arguments of the psychological sociopathic tendency. Um, but for me at least, and, and like, like I I was talking to you before this podcast, Uh um, for me at least it's like, you, I think you have, you have the gene, this gene pool that, that is susceptible to sociopathic tendency. But if you're put in a, in a atmosphere, that's horrible, an abusive atmosphere. I think, I think it, it just, it, it definitely builds it and you definitely are able to, to, feed those those tendencies and those demons yeah and i mean it's 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 sad really because these this is a person who felt the need to kill people and i mean there's it's just i think i think you have to also think that there's evil in the world and sometimes that 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 just presents itself in um not so great ways uh and there will always be evil in the world which we just have to really counteract that by being nice to our neighbors and really try. I don't know. I, I don't know. No, what just love, you yeah. know, I mean, um, um, the Beatles, man, you gotta just bring it back or even Bob Marley, one love, baby. One yeah. love. That's that, uh, that whole aspect. Like, is there a single person? Like we, we, we always argue on whether or not, what's what's justifiable what 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 justifies this or that and, and you're always at odds with one another and and uh we always butt heads but honestly if you take off like all and excuse my language you take out all the bullshit and you just and you just kind of hone in on one aspect love or hate or well that's two aspects i i guess i can't count today um love or hate you know, which it, 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 it's either or either you're loving someone or you're hating someone. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that's what I believe though. Um, I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are or the people listening that your thoughts might be. Um, I just, I just think it, it comes down to those two things. Like if, if we just loved shit, it'd be, it'd be utopia, but well, we all, we all, we all have our demons, you uh-huh. know? And uh, I was actually, I was talking to my sister earlier today and uh, I was saying how I went through this meditation practice in one of my classes, right? I, I'm a college student, by the way, if you guys don't know this. Um, and I, uh, I was in this meditation practice and I, I was, I, I had, the instructor had me close my eyes. And when I closed my eyes, she said that uh, you go to your, go to the place you feel at, at most, at, you know, happiest in an outside setting. And it brought me to this, this moment in my life that I hadn't thought about in a long time. It was like the last ever 4th of July party that, that I had with my family in my hometown before everybody like dispersed to different areas of the country. You know, I was like 10 years old maybe. And uh, 
And it was like, I was in it. I was like in that when I closed my eyes and I was listening to the instructor, it was almost like a hypnotized meditation where I was, I, I went into like an REM sleep kind of thing where I was dreaming and I could see and feel and taste and touch this entire experience that I hadn't thought about in years. And, and there were, there, I, I could taste watermelon. I could smell the fresh air. It was sunny out uh, at this park where all my family was. I could smell the, all that, all that Mexican food. It was just amazing. It was, it was awesome. And I was seeing, I saw family members, right? I saw family members that, that I hadn't is, seen in a long this time. This is all in a dream or a meditation? In this meditation. But yeah, okay. I, it was, it was the weirdest thing. Are you yeah. know? Um, and I, and, and I saw, I saw family members that have recently passed. And so I was, I, I woke up and I was bawling my freaking eyes out. I was, I didn't, but like, I wasn't like pouting or anything. I was just like, it was just like, I was chilling and my face was like stale, but I just had tears just coming down. Okay. You no, know? it was, it was a weird thing. I don't know how we got, how I got on this conversation, but yeah, that happened. And, um, <laughs> that, so, so I honestly forgot why I even brought that up, but anyways, um, yeah. Uh, you, you, what are your, what are your thoughts on what I just said? Um, uh, I was just, I mean, I was just following, I mean, I personally haven't experienced anything quite like that. Uh, I'm not a big, uh, like person who like meditates and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, so I don't really have much reaction to uh, it. So that's cool, dude. You know, we're we're all different here. Um, but you know, to to get on to get on back on topic, I guess. Um, uh-huh. You know, in the aspect. Of, oh, that's why I brought that story up. Was love. That's why. <laughs> um, so I I, I remember I, I brought that up because it was a time in my life where I, where I felt like I had that kind of complete love and it was, and it was like everything else was shut off. I was just, it was just complete happiness. Like a time in my life where it was just completely happy, happy, yeah. you know, before I became an adult in the world just decides to, to throw you in, in, into it and be like, okay, fend for yourself and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was, it was nice, but why can't it be like that all the time? That's, that's, that's honestly, that's like, it's deep. Don't get me wrong, but is it so far? Are we so far off, you know, from being able just to love each other? Yeah. I, I, without getting too like emotional or deep here, because I, I feel like the people listening don't want to, don't want to get too emotionally, you know, yeah. distraught. But yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a weird thing because like, why can't it be everybody loves each other? Um, I think it's because we have sociopaths. Yeah. (laughs) uh, But like, (laughs) there's people, people have their different beliefs and different, different attitudes about life and just different, they're different people. And sometimes they argue and there's conflict um, that arises from that. And again, it goes back to my, original kind of claim that there's evil that exists in the world and that prevents this like everybody loving on each other and everybody yeah but but can you agree okay can can we can we can we agree that it's a lot easier just to love than it is to like you have to try to be angry to be angry like you have to allow yourself to be angry you Uh know And, and it's it gets easier as you get older because you get good at being angry. You know, like you get really good at being angry at the world. Uh, yeah. And then, and then, yeah, you learn it, but you can unlearn it. That's the same thing with, with all these societal norms that we've been given, you know, like the, like my biggest one, honestly, is, uh, is like heteronormativity. Like that whole aspect of, of, uh, kind of kind of toxic masculinity kind of thing um and no like like masculinity itself isn't toxic don't get me wrong like masculinity is actually just that's a natural thing that happens in the biology of of the usual male but and and also you know also also you know to a lot of people 
but you know, but, but heteronormativity is like that barrier of thinking that, that men do this, women do this, you know, it's, it's already predetermining what people can do, you know, and then what is, yeah. what is that arguments ensue and fights break out and wars start because it, not because of heteronormativity, maybe because of heteronormativity, but, but just because, you know, not being on the same page. Yeah. Just like I said in my last podcast, if you, if you guys checked it out is, is like the, uh, the two party system. It's that whole, that whole aspect of, of, uh, you know, there's always Democrats don't like Republicans. Republicans don't like Democrats. You know, it's, it's kind it's childish is the best yeah. way I can describe it. No, I would, I would, I would agree. It's, I mean, conflict is just arises from so many things, but at the end of the day, it's just kind of, you're getting angry or you're, you're allowing somebody else to dictate your mood or dictate how you live your life. And if you, if you want, I, I this might sound bad, but like if you if you wake up in the morning and say I want to hate some people, I'm sorry for you. No, it, like that's it doesn't it doesn't sound bad because like if you wake up and you're like you ever seen Monster House? Yeah. You you know you know the old man, like uh -huh. his wife's the house. He's all angry at the world. Get off my lawn, yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if you wake up and you genuinely are just like I hate everyone, like Squidward that shit. Then uh -huh. it's like, what can you do? What, yeah. what can you, what can you, what can other people do for you? You know, except honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to reference SpongeBob again. Like no matter how much, and I know, I know it's a little childish, I guess, but I love SpongeBob. I'm not going to lie. Um, no matter how much Squidward is an absolute asshole to SpongeBob and Patrick, they're always loving on him. Yeah. And you see how it always, like it, it sometimes like Squidward changes, you know? And, and I think, of course, it's, it's a cartoon, it's, it's fake, but it's so real, you know? Yeah. You got a lot, you know, it's, 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 you can be a Squidward, you can be a SpongeBob, you can be in between. Um, but just that, just that overwhelming love, just like, I'm here for you. It's, it's hard for me because, yeah. and again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just going to stray away from getting too deep, but like it, it, for me on a personal level, it's hard because I, 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 I cannot deal. Like if someone is disrespectful, I'll be like, that's bullshit. Like, Hey, come on now. You know? Um, I don't know. I, what, what do you, what do you think about, about like the, the aspect of calling someone out when they're, when they're just being blatantly rude? Uh, I mean, I think it depends on like your relationship with that person because if if you're like if you're close friends and if you think like uh somebody's being rude to somebody else like call them on it but if if it's like a stranger and they're being specifically rude I don't think it's always a, it depends on how they're kind of treating somebody uh I don't think it's always appropriate to say kind of something I don't know it's it depends on what kind of person you are if you're someone who once if likes con confrontation and can handle it well and just be calm. Um, I think it's a good, a good way to kind of combat somebody who's very rude or not, a, not a very nice person. Um, but if you're a combative kind of person saying, Hey, you shouldn't be doing that. And it's kind of escalates from there. That's where conflict could arise. I so guess. do you think, okay, how about this? Do you think that arguments should not be emotionally motivated? I think it's best to, I think the best arguments are where emotions are left to the background. I think, uh, especially in like debates. So, so, so no political debates ever, <laughs> like no political yeah. debates ever have, have been, you know, not emotionally motivated. Cause they're always arguing over each other. It's always, yeah. you know, that whenever, when, that's why they, you, you don't always have like that, that person that's like, okay, they're trying to speak, let them speak. Like it's your time now. 
like, of course that person's there, but that person shouldn't have to do a lot because it should be five minutes, this person, five minutes, this person, but they're always butting heads. Yeah. And I think that, I think, I think a big, I mean, this, this is definitely off the topic of psychopaths and serial killers, but I think that when the re a lot of the reason why our country like right now specifically is so divided is everybody's using so much emotion and so much, um, so many emotive thoughts. And uh, again, like so much emotion when talking about these issues that they, they label these people as racist and um, home, like just, there's so many labels that are just thrown around because of emotion and they don't understand fully what the other person might believe. They just hear like certain buzzwords or certain things then that, Oh, you, you're obviously not in agreement with me. So I'm just going to, and you, they have so much emotion behind it so that they elevate their voice and then they don't, they, they stop hearing the other person. And I think personally what I try to do um, is like, I might not, ag I don't agree with a lot of people on a lot of stuff, but um, I really want, I personally, whenever, whenever I'm like watching the news, I really want to understand why somebody like thinks the way they do and really kind of get to the core, like why are you arguing this rather than like, what are you arguing this for? I, I guess, because I, I, I like having this calm debate and calm talking and really trying to understand how people think uh, and why people believe what they believe rather than focusing on, you don't agree with me. I don't, I don't care what you say or do, you know? And so I think, yeah. I think having this very um, emotionless uh, kind of approach to uh, especially, I mean, well, not emotionless, Cause well, no, emotion. But well, <laughs> like, well, no, like, not towards everything, but towards these political types of debates or discussions um, about stuff that emotions just get in the way. I think it's better to have emotionless discussions like that rather than having super emotive um, talks where you kind of don't focus on the right things. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm with you. I think I'm with you. Like, like, may like eighty percent on that one. Like for me, I think, I think emotions will, I think emotions should play a role, but they should not play a significant role. I think yeah. emotions should, should, like you said in the background earlier, um, if they're, if they're like, if they're, if you, you know, you're, you're passionate about these, these certain arguments and these certain topics, you know, go out and do it. That's awesome. Be passionate but but make sure to keep kind of keeping your your own self in check this is exactly you know this is how i i see it yeah especially when i want to you know argue with someone just keep yourself in check and make sure that you're just you're trying to stay as unbiased as possible because truthfully like as i've said before it's you're human it's a human trait being biased is going to always always happen it's but it's a matter of how biased you know because emotional arguments aren't necessarily a bad thing. I think, I think it's, it's when you, uh, you're always emotional, you know, in terms of overly emotional for the arguments you're making, you yeah. know, if, if, if you, if you kind of pan it back, get the facts, spit them, you know, and, and obviously you're passionate about it. You know, you can, you can, you're, you're there, you're, you're allowed to have emotions, but when you let when you let your emotions get the best of you, that's uh -huh. that's when the argument um, just becomes a fight. Yeah, and I don't like when that happens because it seems a lot less productive. And I love like I'm fine if this this discussion or debate ends in disagreement because, and I'm fine if nobody changes their mind about anything or like doesn't still thinks that the other person is wrong like that's good i think that's that's healthy but i think a big a big reason why i love uh talking about like my political beliefs my faith beliefs a lot of by like what i believe is so i can better clarify it to myself but i also can connect with other people on this and kind of 
like understand where they're coming from and better understand them better. And I think that this kind of leads, I think by doing this, um, a lot of people don't do this. And this is where we get conflict and um, just negativity in the world, um, which could then, I'm bringing it back to like, then create these kind of um, people who are psych uh, are psych psychopaths and serial killers because there's this negativity brought out by just in the world brought out by conflict it, it's in in and i think that's interesting because if you look at when what ted bundy said when he described why he is the way he is he didn't blame his parents he didn't blame yeah. um really anyone in particular but he did blame the atmosphere of porn and the atmosphere of of the demons in the world so i think i think you you're, you're accurate there um and i i do agree with you on that i agree that that um the atmosphere like in terms of nurture when you're nurtured in such an atmosphere like 20 that's why that's like i make jokes about it but 2020's atmosphere and everything that happens happening in 2020 yeah it's it's like nothing like i think the movies coming out are phenomenal i think they're yeah. beautifully they're going to be really beautiful but psychologically speaking you know should they if 2020 is any indication should these movies be brought out in 2020 yeah you know like like i'm not saying turn your phone off bro we're doing a podcast Hi. Oh my gosh. But no, if, if, if it came down to it, I'm not saying like, I don't think it should just be, this should be lovey dovey films, but why does there have to be like, you know, just emotionally evoking depressive thoughts <laughs> in these films or in, I mean, it in might anything. be right. I mean, I mean, it might be what people want. <laughs> Honestly, Honestly like, I love them. And you know what? Yeah. Because, and, and it's awesome because we're the generation, sorry for cutting you off. We're the generation that, that like, we're, we're, we're saying like, yes, we all have depression. Like you, you need to get it checked because left unchecked, you end up like the old man in monster house, just angry at the world or you, or sadly, <laughs> you know, God, God rest souls. You, you end up dead, you yeah. know, and, and we don't want that. I mean, nobody wants, it's, it's, it's not even, I'm not even on the aspect of self-preservation, like that whole thing. It's about um, preservation for the human consciousness, for the, for the human mind, the, the human, the, the heart, you know? Yeah. Um, I just realized, like I say, you know, like a hundred times in every, in every sentence. Yeah. I mean, I've I've found out when I've I've when I've been re like recording podcasts I've been listening back and I just say so many words the the say I say the same thing and this like over and over again uh, because I forget that I said it or I just say the same word again so I totally get that yeah in, in acting we say we call it not trusting the negative space inside your your um, between your words like not not trusting the silent moments pretty much. Yeah, no. that's really. See, that's... I said you know again. See, <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's so true because we it's it's weird to have silence in between the words, especially and in a podcast. <laughs> and I don't know, if yeah, you want too much silence in a podcast. But then, but you fill you fill the space with like uh or like or all these all these just buzzwords that'll just you're you're naturally gonna say while you're thinking of the next thing or you're trying to find something to say, you just say these words. Uh, and it's kind of, for me, it's been trying to break that habit and break that um, tendency. I wanna, before, before we close out, I uh -huh. wanna say- I had one more question for you actually. Oh, hell yeah, go ahead. Actually, go ahead. Um, all this conversation about psychopaths and serial killers and at the beginning, we talked about the new Batman trailer. Is Batman a psychopath? Hell yeah, Batman's a psychopath. I, I think I said that earlier in this podcast. I think I said okay. that he is a podcast. I mean, uh, a psychopath. He's a, <laughs> a podcast. He's a podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. What's going on? Um, yeah, no, he, he, Batman is a psycho. Mm -hmm. Honestly, why? 
let's let's go back to Nolan's Batman real quick, and 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 I want to close out in a second, but yeah, Nolan's Batman. Why why was the Joker always like the Joker when 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 Heath Ledger played the Joker and the Joker in that in that scene when he's in the police precinct and Heath Ledger's getting his ass beat by by uh, Christian Bale's Batman, um, you know he he was like he was just he was like. Uh, he was telling you, you're more like me than you know, you know, and, 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 oh, I love, you know, he, he was connecting with him on that, on that level. Yeah. I think in a lot in the comics, you'll see how the Joker gets the Batman so much because the Joker knows Batman. The Joker knows Batman because the Joker and Batman have a lot more in common, psychologically speaking, than, than, what 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 has been displayed on the big screen then are we just i so if that's the case and we're so excited for this movie about this like why we as a society kind of messed up then because oh dude we're, we're, but, but see you, you, you what, edgy memes now man edgy memes i love edgy memes you know why because they're messed up but why do i laugh i like like we have such a messed up sense of humor but you but but then again comedy is subjective yeah you know, i'm not i'm not condoning that messed up sense of humor but yeah it i think we allow we're allowing ourselves to realize that we are messed up and in the only way that that humans really know how to cope with it is through things that give them joy you mm-hmm. know comedy gives people joy you know, so, so when you have, you have all these comedians, like every stand up comedian is kind of, is, is a little edgy, you mm-hmm. know, every, every mainstream, like you have Chris Rock, um, Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr, you know, all, all these comedians, Kevin Hart, they, they talk about these, these touchy subjects that apply to their lives that have applied to their lives, to their personal lives. And they 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 bring comedy out of it yeah it's it that's the exact same thing as is what our society does with with meme culture you know uh jeffrey epstein memes Uh like that's that that just that that's honestly how we speak with one another through that through that subjective comedy yeah. And you see how like older generations like the boomer generation and millennial generation actually millennial generations actually find a little comedy in it as I've seen but still not to the on the grand scale that we do um and and older generations don't really understand which I'm not saying all of them don't but I'm saying it, it in in its in a large capacity I understand why they don't understand. Like they, you know, that's just not how the culture of America or the world was when they were our, when they were our age. That's just, that's just the, you know, the development of, of America and the world. But yeah. So, um, so do you think Batman is a, is a psychopath? I mean, I don't personally think so. Um, because he has, that moral compass type thing and he is doing especially i mean i i look to see kind of this aspect of uh the new robert pattinson batman uh but but i want i but i think the coolest part of nolan's batman was seeing kind of in batman begins how he kind of is brought up to be like i want to like he's he's on the brink brink of like killing uh the guy who killed his parents and then he 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 isn't able to do that and there's all this stuff that leads him to be like i i want to be a symbol i want to be a um i want to be a symbol to the people and i i want to be bigger than um bigger than a man and it's really about kind of how the city is sees batman as not not a not a hero not a person but a but a message and a um, inspiration to uh, have the good in good in people come out. And just like looking at that and how that changes throughout the whole 
um, trilogy. I, I want to see those aspects in the new Matt Reeves Batman. Um, and that's what, that's what, to me, Batman is a symbol of we can be better um, and not specifically a psychopath who wants to just uh, beat up people for good reasons. No, I'm not. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, but you have to like, like you have to take under into consideration that Batman, you know, little Bruce Wayne, baby Bruce Wayne, little kid Bruce Wayne, he saw his parents get killed right in front of him. Yeah. What psychological damage does that do? That's why the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, hits so well with our with 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 our generation because it it literally displayed the the human mind. When it like the, the, the psychological development of a, of a psycho, uh-huh. of a sociopath, you know, in a world that is so damning to him. Like, I think he was, he was nurtured in that, in that respect. Like the Joaquin Phoenix Batman was nurtured. Yeah. You know, he, a I lot think- of this stuff happened, so many bad things and it finally snapped. Yeah. And I mean, we're not psychologists, but I think, after seeing all this kind of stuff, I think it's pretty clear, at least in my eyes, that a lot of a lot of the reason why why we have these serial killers and psych- psychopaths is this idea of nurture and not nature. Like we want to just believe, oh, this person was like the easy description or the easy kind of way out in a way is, oh, this person was just born crazy born like yeah this. it takes but, away from our from 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 showing that we that society a, had something to do it's a way of their, reflecting the guilt off of ourselves onto um this but if we think oh wow like i mean we i mean we as collective not you and me because i don't think we had anything to do with the with ted bundy <laughs> ted bundy i mean i mean because yeah, maybe I don't know. We, I don't. I don't think we were alive with that. Uh, How do you know? You don't know me. Oh, I, okay. Sorry, that's aggressive as hell. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think so. I think overall, we as a society, I guess, can be better about treating people, and in turn, that might result in less serial serial killers and psychopaths. So there you go. In in conclusion, love is the answer. All right. Well, I think that that concludes what what we were wanting to discuss today. Uh-huh. And again, I think thank you, Kyber, uh, Gregorio Figueroa. We call him Kyber um, for joining me on episode two of my podcast, Truest Times. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. I hope I wasn't bad. Ah, shut the hell up. You're good. Um, but okay. Um, again, thank you. Everyone, that's it for episode two. As always, if you liked it, be sure to follow. If you hated it, show your friends. They might hate it too, but they just might enjoy it. All right, I'm out.